Pet Food Alpha with your hosts, Fusion X, Steak, Thirsty, Moroku, aka Shut Up Joe. I'm Dooley. Is there a guy named Joe here too? Did I talk over him? Oh, he yeah, I think. I'm like sitting here, like I'm, I'm, I don't know, like if there was like this pretend tension of like, what was the order we go in? I forget. Like, <laughs> duels, duels here sometimes, but not all the time. So does that mean that that Bursty goes before him? And and what about what about Joe? And where's Joe? And <laughs> Joe's a guy. He's How here. do we do this? We're one of those, you know, shows where our hosts kind of come. Mm-hmm. They show up when they want to. Yeah. They stick your recording, right? This is true, yes. Okay. We are recording. <laughs> I, know, I thought we talked about that. I was, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's nice to, nice to know. We should probably wait for Joe. <laughs> yeah. Probably should have, but we didn't. And that's our prerogative. And we're, and we're just, we're just going to keep going? Yeah. We're He's gonna, gonna be like, oh, "Why do you guys hate me so much? Oh my god!" He's gonna come back. back. He's just gonna be like, "All right, guys, I don't understand why you had to start the episode without me." Because that's totally Valley <laughs> talk. Absolutely. Sound like when you do that? Did you ever watch Rocco's Modern Life? God. Yes. <laughs> ben, ben. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh baby, oh we were going for the uh, the Mike Myers uh, Saturday Night Live skit, you know, with the coffee yeah. talk, coffee talk, talk amongst yourselves. I've eclipsed. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> Welcome hey, back. Hey, uh, we apparently started and didn't know you were gone, Joe. So. Yeah, we, so we figured we would fill, you know. And this is off. Joe. Ta-da. Hi, Joe. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show, Joe. Now talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. Oh, the Prince of Tides is neither about princes nor tides discuss. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Barbara Jones, Streisand. Her legs are like butter. Two sticks of velvety voluptuous butter what salted or not salted why unsalted of course that's why they're (laughs) so big it's all bloating water weight (laughs) the woman is an angel she can walk on water the world is happening (laughs) she apparently watches saturday night live in the 80s and memorizes these lines we've actually tried to record this episode five times but we end up just going into random tangents and and just talking we we normally go i guess into the saturday night live stint and then we come back and then we go it was all right so for christmas right since we're already on a tangent I got the I got the big James Bond box set, right? It has all the movies in it. I could not watch A View to a Kill seriously because Christopher Walken is the villain in that movie. Yes. <laughs> you only uh, look twice as Do worse. the voice. It's, you know what? It's really hard to watch anything where he's 
where he's in it. Like I tried oh. to watch what was that movie where he played the headless horseman? What? It was like that adaptation to um Oh crud. It was like the Oh gosh. Oh listen to me. <laughs> Sleepy Hollow. I just said Sleepy Hollow. Oh, is that what you said? Oh my god. It's gonna be one of those nights, isn't it? Th- were you, you were talking about James Bond. Beast Matter. So how do you go James Bond to Sleepy Hollow? Because PF Because Christopher Walken is in it. Because PF. Wow. He played the headless <laughs> horseman. Peanuts in a bag. Wow. He also played the bad guy in Anaconda. Or was He's that like, his lookalike? God. I thought... He's like, I'm this German guy, and I play the headless horseman. <laughs> He's like, rawr. I've got rawr. sharp teeth, so beware. Rawr. He <laughs> can't even say roar. He's just rawr. <laughs> Careful of the sharp teeth. The they sh- might the bite sharp. You. The sharp teeth. I'm a They're James Bond villain, and so, I have a blimp. So He's not I'm pretty scary. sure he was the bad guy in Anaconda, and I remember in the movie David he... Hasselhoff in those movies too. No. David Hasselhoff is in everything. Just he would stop questioning the Hoff. Like a like a Spanish accent, and he just could not do it because it's like Christopher Walken. Try and do a Christopher Walken Spanish accent. It just doesn't happen. Hey, como esta? <laughs> hey, hey, como esta? Usted, uh, mi amigo. Amigo. <laughs> anyway. Un pantalón. So. Wow, we got a show. Hey. Yes, we do. Have we got a show? Have we you? got a show? Uh, Clemp. This is going to be one of those days, isn't it? All right, it's so just, past week. I already said that. <laughs> so, yes. so, like, if anybody hasn't ever tuned in, this is a show that talks about peanuts in a bag. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Which one of you kids can guess what I have buried under my house? <laughs> Go away, Fred Baggins. Go away. Trick or treat. <laughs> what a question. <laughs> so, this past week of the game is there things coming? Yeah, of course there is. We're trying to pass time because there's an expansion coming out in T minus seventy-two hours. It's better to no. pass time. Any hours? Somewhere it's pass gas. That's right. Better to pass time than pass gas. Well, I, I do both at the same time. So anyway, anyway. Okay. All right. This past week, the uh, community team did a live stream showing off uh, Secrets of Adeline. They showed off East and West Adeline. They showed off uh, a couple of the new areas. They are also showing off how Geomancer and Runefencer are playing out. Uh, Geomancer was pretty cool. Um, I was talking with a bunch of people on Twitter as the stream was going on about how many PS2s are going to melt because of the sphere effect on the I swear, that's the only reason they designed Geomancer like that, just destroy all the PS2s. That's, that's, yeah, right? Like, this <laughs> it, is it, why, it just makes sense. That's why we're not getting it on PS2, because they don't want to piss off Americans, because they know what will happen if they purposely make all of our PS2s explode. Exactly. Yeah. We might actually, like, try and buy another one, but they don't make them anymore. That, too. Um... So, I mean, they look pretty cool. Um, Geomancer's got a lot of... Uh, that sphere effect, like, it looks cool, but at the same time, like, could you imagine just, like, a huge group of Geomancers running around? Like, I'm curious to see, like, how much of a, of a toll that effect takes on, on the game and the performance. 
It's gonna push the limits of the PlayStation 2 limits. Probably. <laughs> wow. And Runefencer looks kind of rad. Runefencer is interesting because I mean this is a job like we haven't heard too much info about. Um, yeah, they really don't really hush hush about it. Well, that's actually, cool. that sort of goes into the next topic, but. Right, well, last, yeah. last, I think it was probably last show show before, um, when they had updated the Secret of Adam website, we had some more Geomancer info, and we were still kind of, like, and that was more or less stuff we already knew, really. Yeah. Because um, they've been talking about it more, so, with... We've basically typed up version of what they said from the fest. Right. Yeah, so, so, with Rune Fencer, right. like, well, he's, he's got a great sword, and he uses runes, and... And there's these things, they glow. And um, we got to see it on the on the live stream, and it's pretty cool. It almost um, a really good comparison, which is weird, is um, this dancer. Yeah, it's like dancer with enhancing magic. Yeah. And I think it's kind of cool though, because um, if you look in the live stream, it shows um, like it was casting regen four and shell five and flash, and it just it looks really interesting, but it doesn't have any healing magic or ability to heal itself, which I thought was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. So for it to be sort of pegged as like a tank job and not have the ability to do that would be... Exactly, because I mean, Paladin is, you know, like, baby Jesus with a sword and shield. And oh, Ninja yes. is, you know, <laughs> Ninja. Sweet baby Jesus. Right. Right. Well, this reminds me of Talladega Knights. Uh, that guy's like, what have you done? You've done nothing. All you did was have a smoking hot daughter. That's it. So if my kids want to talk to you like that, I'll let them. There's two things that are important to them: that and baby Jesus, sweet baby Jesus. Um, yeah, I completely <laughs> missed the live stream. So yeah. um, the thing that's really cool um, and being a, a dancer it stuck out on me is um, the way that the Rune Fencer kind of operates. Like each job, they you know you kind of have like a flow to it. Um, you know, like samurai, you know, you kind of have like your meditate down and, and your all those abilities. With dancer, you have you know you're you're building up your your uh, your finishing moves and stuff. Um, and with Rune Fencer, that's actually going to be kind of similar to, to Dancer, where you're going to be using these runes in order to build up, uh, I don't remember if they named it, but these this kind of points, and then you use those um, to do either offensive or uh, defensive abilities, kind of like the, uh, the flourishes on Dancer. Yeah. I think that they just uh, named them as runes, which actually goes into the next topic of the Rune Fencer job info they put on the Adelin site. And uh, there's a pretty nice description of it, where... Uh, they're saying that the rune fencer is a job capable of controlling the ebb and flow of battle with the use of offensive and defensive runes inscribed upon their flesh to bolster their combat capabilities. Just as with Paladin and Ninja, they excel at keeping their comrades safe, particularly with respect to the magical damage from the elements. They're also practitioners of divine and enhancing spells, enabling them to be prepared for any engagement. You know what's really messed up? Mm. If, if you're a player that has all the jobs, like, lore-wise, like, okay, so you have, like, a weird eye <laughs> implant from Blue Mage. You have runes carved into your flesh from Rune Fencer. Like, what other, like, messed up things, like, you know? Like You, you had... gave your soul to a sword for to be dark <laughs> right? Like, how messed up do you have to be, like, realistically? Like, if you really <laughs> dig into it, my god. And you hatched a dragon, which most people haven't seen in the Yeah, and you hatched, <laughs> and you hatched a baby. Yeah. Speaking of dragons... Rawr. What? 28th? 28th is coming. What's... You what know, are you referring to? You know, the 28th? Game of Thrones? Season 3? Come on. 
Are you talking about something totally unrelated right now? He said dragons, and it was the first thing I think of because I watched the trailer. Didn't know this. Anyway, runes. Yeah. So, derail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, I tried to email it. It didn't work. <laughs> so then goes on to explain that runes are physical representations of a rune fencer's power. When uh, when a rune fencer harbors a particular rune, he gains elemental resistance and deals additional damage from certain elements on auto attacks. Furthermore, harbored runes grant the rune fencer access to two abilities: wards and effusions, which he can use. What? Hmm? What? <laughs> no. See what you you call profusion? Wards yes. and effusions, wards and Wards and eh, eh, not fusion X's, which he can eh, utilize fusion? in encounters. Is that, is that a Canadian term? Eh, fusion. Yes, it is. Yeah. Because <laughs> we like totally need more to say to me. Well, eh, fusion. Eh, fusion? Yeah, see, that's eh? that's what Roof yeah. Fester has. They have eh, eh? fusion. Eh, eh, fusions, which eh? can utilize in encounters and call for a diverse array of offensive and defensive techniques. And then it goes on to uh, give a couple of rune examples, one of which is uh, the Lux rune, which increases your resistance to darkness damage, darkness damage and deals additional light elemental damage. I love the name of this one, Flabra. 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 It's like cool. It's like I'm just gonna take this, this little bit of this little bit of flab here I got. I'm just gonna like belly bump you with it or something. Flabia the labia what? Harboring Flavia increases resistance. Right. Then it goes on to talk about the wards, which are abilities that enable the rune fencer to transform runes into a variety of powerful defensive effects. Different types of wards yield different effects. A few of the ward examples were uh, ward valiance. Yes. Yeah. Sure. That's what we're gonna say that word. That's what you put um, in here. I mean, if it's wrong, yeah. it's on you. Well, yeah. whatever. But, you know, the first rule of podcasting is you can say things pretty much however you want, and nobody's going to chirp you. Unless the editor doesn't like you, but yeah. Uh, the rune fencer invokes the shielding energies of his runes, reducing elemental damage taken by all party members in the area of effect. The types of elemental damage reduced depend on the runes harbored. Increasing the amount of runes of the same type further bolsters resistance, while inscribing runes of several different types broadens the scope of resistances. This almost makes me... It's its like steps, almost, except it's runes. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. It's kind of like steps with, with bar spells that stack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Then Lock. there's Ward Flug. Flug? I think the P is silent. Flug. Well, I don't know. Like, Flug. He's got his wyvern name. It reminds me of that fail. Wendy's commercial where they're trying to, like, talk about, like... They're trying to, like, say, like, like Frosty Spoon. They're like, Spoon. You remember that? Spoon. Like spoon. Spoon. No. Cool whip. Okay. Right. Um, then there's Effusion, which is an N-type hmm? ability that enables the Rune Fencer to transform his runes into powerful offensive abilities. Different types of Effusions what? yield different effects. I hate you so eh? much. Eh? Is this getting old yet? <laughs> yes, it is. I feel like it's getting old. <laughs> yeah, it's, it got old a long time ago, actually. Rule of three, person. Uh, so there's Effusion Gambit. Hmm? Oh, I thought that you were going to change your habit for a second. Uh, the rune fencer discharges Giggity, his runes in a debilitating tempest, consuming them to rend his foe's anus asunder. What? What? Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> what am I doing to my foe's anus? What? Joe is not allowed to read anymore. <laughs> yeah. Consuming them to rend his foe's defense. That's why I keep like perking up every time he says confusion because. <laughs> Like, you know, he's talking crazy stuff about me. I'm doing something to pose anus. 
The types of defenses reduced depend on the runes harbored. Increasing the amount of runes of the same type further increases the effect. Other of that word include... That word, lunge. The rune fencer unleashes the force in his runes in a deadly blast, extending all his runes to deal elemental damage to a target. The number of runes of the same type harbor determines the damage dealt, and there are actually some uh, decent damage shots from the live stream where people were using lunge after a couple of the runes. It was like three or four k, which was kind of and that's kind of and that's kind of reminiscent of what we were saying when it sounds like dancer because you know you can stack all your and expend them all at once, right? See, yeah. I really like um, in these wards how they give you a choice of either you can uh, kind of broaden the horizons and the scope of what you're defending against, or you could just keep stacking them on the same like So either you can protect yourself against multiple things, or you can protect yourself really good against one thing. See, right. to me, like, when I think of how this game, this job's gonna play into, like, current game content, I just think that, like, with old game content, this is really going to be useful in like low man situations, but yeah. I don't, I don't quite know how that will play into a, like an alliance. Well, I think um, doing Legion. Keep in mind, um, a lot of the video footage that they've been showing. Um, there was a new Secrets of Adeline trailer that came out um, last week. At well, English at PAX last week in, in yeah. Japan, and we have yet to see it online for English, but. Um, and even in the live stream, they're going around and they're doing this content with, you know, three people. Yeah. Um, so if, you know, a lot of content, you know, your big alliances or Void Watchers, Zerg and stuff, and it's not really going to matter. Well, yeah, um, but to be fair, in a lot of the videos in, in the live stream, they had um, the GM mode turned on where they're taking damage, but their HP is just not well, going right, down. Right, but I mean, so. consider though, too, I mean... Because you would see content is supposed to be done by a small group of people, not a big party or a huge alliance or whatever. Fair enough. Fair so enough. I think, you know, in that case, well, I mean, and think about it too, if they're releasing a, a class like Rune Fencer, they're not going to be like, all right, here's a bunch of new Zerg content where this new job really has no purpose, you know? Like, right. There's a reason they I, use Like it. I said, I'm just thinking of, of you know, how, how would this job play into the game as we know it right now, right? Well, and, you can see how it would be awesome and beneficial. Great swords everywhere would be like, people love me now. Already great swords everywhere. Thanks, Ragnarok. Please use me instead of the Scythe. I can make you Ragnarok. Oh, they already said that. They won't get access to the uh, yeah. old relics and stuff like that. So that's yeah. a, you know, that's the one thing I'm sort of waiting to see if that comes. I don't think that'll be at launch of Secrets Battling, but I think there's probably going to be a new... Uh, legendary weapon. Well, yeah, that what and AF two, or and that's the that's the thing too, right? What like AF four. Are we talking Dynamis? Are we doing Abyssia? Are we talking? They said that content? they said at uh, Vanifest they were going to do that. They were going to get Relic Gear, Empyrean Gear, and they were going to get Mythic weapons. And I remember in the Dats, people were saying that they appear on the um, then uh, Nizel version two gear, but nobody saw anything about the Salvage version two gear. So. Oh. Well, you know what? That's the other thing I was going to say, too, is, is, you know, a lot of people, if you're looking at the salvage gear that's out right now, there's only a plus one. And mm. for the most part, everything that they've come out with to this point dictates plus that two. there's probably going to be a plus two coming down the road. So that's probably when they'll add it. Yeah. I would think. This will be yeah. kind of interesting. Rune Fencer will probably get onto the Ares train, and I would think. Yeah. Yeah. They said that it was going to be a light armor DD, so it'll probably get on skating. Or not light armor DD, light armor tank, excuse me. 
I would, I would, well, then it would probably fall in the same classification as Dirk, so it would no. probably on Ares. Well, no, not even. In the screenshots of the new armor sets that we'll get to later, they were on the set that's the same as uh, Thief and Ninja and Ranger. Whereas oh, yeah. Dirk's on the set that looks like the Chocobo Knight, which kind of looks amazing. But... Yeah, but lower levels, Dirk used to have the same gear as Thief's and that too, so you never know. I don't know. I'm expecting Everybody this. had that gear at that level. I don't know. I'm kind of expecting to see Runefencer have the same gear diversity as Blue Mage. That would, I think, that would make sense. I think, I, th I think that would be sort yeah. of pro appropriate, but since the Morgan gear isn't, you know, super appropriate for Runefencer, I think Skate would be the next logical choice. I'm gonna get or Runefencer like and I'm just gonna tank in a Vermi the whole time. Probably like Thomas gear for it. Old <laughs> I remember those days. Right? All the paladins in their Vermi. Yeah. You know what I remember too, which which when we were talking Earth stabs. We were talking about older content. Man, I can remember doing stuff like um doing uh, like TM at like the, the the battlefield up in Ravern mm -hmm. and that stuff and like all the all the paladins are like going around and doing like all the avatar quests so they can get like the belt with an extra like plus five yes. resistance you know like that little nitpicky elemental stuff have those. <laughs> <laughs> there was fire sets there was one um I'm trying to remember what it was it was a, it was like a trial weapon like the the weapon skills they had to um, yeah, it was the, the club of, one of them, Yes, one of them had like a, an element. Yeah, like plus 30. And so had someone 30 got that just so they could have the club with the resist. I'm like, if you guys yep. see. Yep. <laughs> it was either that or the Harati. Mm -hmm. And that was really good for high resistance that with Tiamat. Yeah. Uh, now for Dancing Aegis. Anyway, so uh, m main abilities and spells. Uh, Swordplay, it's an ability as far as I understand. I'm pretty sure I saw that in the live stream. Um, the Rune Fencer enhances the master his eh, excuse me. The Rune Fencer enhances his mastery over his blade, increasing his evasion and accuracy over time. One should not let his guard down, even in this heightened state, however, for being the target of a critical hit will reset its value. Which is kinda eh. Yeah. But uh Gotta merit no, that enemy crit hit thing. It's actually I already did. Yeah, same here. Um, and then there's Foil, which is a spell shown in the live stream, which is uh, the Rune Fencer enhances his natural nimbleness, incre greatly increasing his evasion against uh, physical special attacks. The effect diminishes over time. What I noticed here, physical special attacks, so TP moves, and not regular attacks, which I think is kind of interesting. Which is good, because those are the moves that always just yeah. own you. Because like, if you get like Foil and Foil 2, uh, that could be kind of like a sort of new kind of Utsutsemi that works only in TP moves. The Is animation the... for it should be like wrapping your body in tinfoil. <laughs> or, you know, doing... And so, and so because of that, there's like a reflection and the mob, like, as you're attacking, he like misses. Or like a scholar comes out with a chalkboard, it's like, foil, solve this with this algebra problem. I like my idea better. Your idea sucks. Anyway, so... so you... My idea is shinier. Your idea is a Fusion X idea, thus fail. It's an S Fusion X idea, thank you very much. Oi. So also on uh, the SOA site, they updated the soundtrack title. This is yes. actually on a separate separate page. site okay. for the soundtrack. Um, there are going to be 13 tracks on the Secrets of Adeline OST. Uh, you can only get this right now uh, by pre-ordering from Japan. Um, 
chance are pretty good that you'll probably be able to get this on iTunes at some point too in North America. Um, 11 tracks are going to be from Secures of Adeline with uh, a couple bonus tracks from Voidwatch. You're looking at the, uh, the two tracks from Providence. So those are unreleased, so you can get those. Um, first runs of the soundtrack will come with a limited edition sleeve uh, that features some, uh, some of the artwork from the uh, expansion by Yoshitaka Amano. So uh, it sounds like all the first runs of soundtrack are going to get that so if you want it go get it quick reels you got like no time and also on the on the music front i don't know if this was in here or not um if you pre-order secrets of adelaide from the square enix shop um, you'll get a digital copy of music box adventures which is i believe it's a five track sound uh soundtrack um that contains uh, are they just like digital downloads? Uh, and this is nice. all tracks um, by Naoshi Mizuda using uh, music box instruments. And they showcased um, the uh, Whisper of the Gods, the uh, Adewa Subterrain music on the uh, live stream the other night. So that's pretty cool if you're into that Very kind cool. of thing. I had actually imported one because they were offering a, a CD if you got the uh, Vanity Hill Collection 4 in Japan. And so I'm like, wow, I need to get that CD. So I pre-ordered it and now they're making it available to, to NA people. But at least I'll actually have the physical CD, not just the, the digital download. So that's good. That's a good way to look at it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, man, like, I got my music box adventures. Yeah, I got the CD. You never came out on CD, and not for you. Oh, you <laughs> fusion with your collectible items. Damn. That feels to be a Final Fantasy XI hoarder. Fantastic. You know what, though? Like, mm-hmm. it's good to live in this day and age where nothing is really that hard to find. I don't know. I think that with the you know, advent like of the if you really world wanted it, smaller, get find me, find me an I elf and choke about the 1950s. People played on lawns. I could go hacking 15 miles up the snow both ways just to get a last cream cover. Like, we have, like, eBay and stuff now, mm-hmm. nowadays. Like, if you were a serious collector, like, a long time ago, it was probably, like, impossible to find You just stuff. go down to Antiques Roadshow, man. I wonder if, like, serious collectors <laughs> a long time ago were not, like, the basement dwellers that were kind of fat that ordered their moms for, like, making hot pockets because they were running around actually getting exercise trying to find their shit. Like, that I'm kind of curious about. <laughs> wow. First, are you keeping track of this, man? You know how it is when Joe's on the show. Yeah. I don't think, think Bursty's even there. No. Oh, gosh. Oh. Alright, so. Um, there's a lore? We got lore in the field. There's coalitions there's, there's of lore. Well, there's lore about the coalitions, but then there's also actual data and stuff about the coalitions, so we could just let people read that and save a bunch of time. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a lot of stuff. Cool. Basically, it's talking about uh, the coalitions in Adelin, which is basically. Um, all the different um, coalitions. I'm trying to think of like a different word to describe it than the one I just used. It's basically a bunch of like gangs. It's yeah, it's gangs. Gangs. It's gangs. gangs. You know, it's yeah, like it's gang, like that movie gangs, gangs in like New York. That's that that cast magic and destroy you know plants. It's all the yeah, it's all the. That movie was awesome, by the way. It. Um, it's all the groups ba- uh, that are working with the, uh, the colonization effort for Olboka. Um, so there's. Uh, we had talked about this. Uh, this information came out with uh, with Manifest. There's uh, you know, like there's like the entertainers. There's coalition. Six different coalitions. Yeah, there's there's a couple. So, um, and so each one. There's the film actors guild, right? <laughs> What's your favorite curse word? Matt Damon. 
Um, <laughs> I could do it, but I'm just not gonna do that because I'm gonna be a nice person. Uh oh. <laughs> but uh, no, talk about them and talk about some other leaders. Um, there's another one too, talking about um, the twelve. Uh, they call them, like basically like the dudes in charge of Adelin, right? Um, and it was saying like who was in favor and who was against the colonization effort, which is kind of interesting. I got a feeling that's probably going to play into the storyline a little bit. Like you're going to have like, you know, this whole group like, all right, yeah, go out there and do this stuff. And there's going to be like this Taru Taru, like, I never wanted this to happen. It's stupid, blah, blah, you know, like, I can see him trying to like, you know, get in, in, the, in the way of, of doing some of that stuff, kind of some villainy going on there. So that could be cool. A lot of little lore posts, so those are always fun to read. Yes, there's, they've been popping up all over the place. Yeah. Good old lore. See, we, we, <laughs> yep. we have an Easter event. Ooh, yeah, surprise. It's the egg extravaganza. I don't what think there's any new items. Exclusive. So, no, don't uh, really care. You know, no, the point is, though, is like every year. There's no new items for my Stop. So don't Stop. Mr. Negativity, they just towed it down a notch there. <laughs> no, um, you know what I was going to say? The most important thing to always remember, because this time of year, it's never about, you know, the items that you're going to get. It's never about the quests that are going to be available. Is it about it's selling about overpriced letter eggs to stupid no. forever. Right? Now, if they were, this were the year 2004, 2005, then yes, that's like, absolutely. Like, that was like the... Good, I made so much money. That was the stimulus package for fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you Canadians with your socialist welfare. That's how SE used to, like, you know, put money into the economy. They were like, okay, okay, what can we do? Well, let's, like, throw these eggs in there, and then everybody will start throwing all kinds of obscene amounts of money just to get the eggs that they want with their letters. Somebody has eggs arranged in their bazaar, and it says boobies. Yeah, I, no, you know the best. The best I never part. Could figure out how to arrange them. The best part about the Easter event every year was that Square Enix always, whenever they made the post for the Easter event, they always came up with some witty way. And by witty, I mean extra cheesy. Oh, it, it wouldn't uh, be witty. It's horribly, horribly <laughs> cheesy. That makes you want to slaughter infants. Wow. <laughs> they find some, Tell it's how really it is, dude. Don't hold it back. Some way to include egg in the wording. Get your exclusive expired. Yeah. Yes, exclusive items. This year event expired. Except, except this year, instead of something overly clever and witty, uh, I think the second half of the post was in French for a few days. <laughs> so you just couldn't read it. Bon, bon, this is slickly so Bursty can read it and understand. Right. Like Bursty's just sitting here like, I don't see what the problem is, guys. Oh my god, this fine. Yeah. This is a lot better grammar than the other stuff that they put out there. Something, something bagged milk. Something, 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 something bagged milk. Yes. So. I went to a Wendy's once that had French signs. I was like, what the hell? They're like, anyway. Yeah. No, a whole lot of stuff added to the Adeline episode. Yes. A whole lot of stuff to the Adeline site. Uh, um, should we split this up? Do we haven't talked as much? That one is less chance for me to mess up, maybe? Or drop. I could just make more snap. I don't know. I was kind of like For, for you, opportunities for uh, you not to say the word penis anymore. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. It is a and biological uh, part of everybody. Anus is a very, uh, very good word. Uh, 
Since I was just talking about colonization and more, there is more information about the colonization of the, uh, so much anus! Um, the colonization refers to the amalgam of pioneering activities that take place on the Oblutin continent. A colonization rate exists to measure how much of the wilderness has been settled, and it fluctuates depending on, uh, the, how often pioneers fill various coalition assignments. So basically, right now we have conquest, we have besieged, we have campaign, now we have colonization. You know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like to me that Adeline's pretty much like the North America of, like, Vanadiel, if Vanadiel is like, you know, manifest freaking destiny up in here. Yeah. <laughs> in so, piece. like, what you're saying is, is that go west and don't die of dysentery. Sandoria's like <laughs> British Kingdom. Uh, I guess Windy would be the equivalent of like what from like the eastern part of the I world. Like Windy was kind of like the Shire, yeah. The Shire. The Shire, <laughs> the Shire is a real Shire. Schmeagol. Really, Bastogne always reminded me of America, but no, yeah, Bastogne was always Bastogne's like Germany. more like Germany. Yeah, I was yeah, say exactly. it's got, <laughs> oh my god, Twinsy. Oh my, great minds think alike. Nutcracker, yeah, exactly. Bastogne was Stats always like, I don't know. I would think Sandoria was more was more Germany. There were a bunch of like uptight people over there, like, because you oh. know the Chateau d'Origal is totally. That sounds really bad. Completely, completely. Is that how you pronounce it? I was told it was like Doragi. Doggy. What? Doggy. 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 What? Everything that's like Doggy is actually Castle Doggy. Doggy. Castle Dog Gear Records, is that where Umatsu lives? No, but like, if you look at, like, I don't know, like, I always like, everyone's always like, oh, it's Busadine. I'm like, no, it's not, it's Bosadine. Yeah. It's Bosadine. This, this guy knows what he's talking about. Anyway. You and your There's lots of freaking French. French. You guys yeah, know. In that context, Sandor is kind of like the France. What's the number one rule of podcasting? Shut up and every let me talk. Time. Go on a tangent every time. <laughs> they've, got they've, little, they've got little vine areas, you know, like so they grow wine and stuff in, in Sandoria. Alright, so France, Germany, and then Wendy's probably more like Italy, I guess. Well, like Wendy enslaved the Elven at one point, so wouldn't they technically be like the Roman Empire then? Yes, they yeah. would. Anyway. Various benefits accompany the rate's rise, such as the ability to pass quickly and unscathed through the jungle and the luxury of being able to gather resources with ease. Rumor has it that over time, it may even be possible to weaken the influence of certain ominous forces that stalk the lands. Frontier bivs... Oh, I'm sorry. Bivwacks. Bivwack. Such a weird word. <laughs> why, why couldn't they have picked something more normal? Have bivwack. It's, it's Square Enix. Let's just not question it. It's yeah, I get to see it now. Like People like, hey, anybody want to go do this quest? The bivwack. Bivwack. It's like, the hell did you just say to me? <laughs> um, well, they did find out of regularly irregular names to name things by, so now they're off to the irregular. You know, I hear Metamuse also the serve as an intermediate base of occupation once the colonization is moving as Bivouac. In case the lore was a little too long and copious for you, there's some more stuff about coalitions here on the site. So coalitions! We've got the six public enterprises called coalitions. Provide specialized support for the many individuals engaged in the colonization effort. 
take advantage of their unique services. However, one must first register with the Pioneers Coalition. Any prospective pioneers making the trek to Adeline would do well to seek out a sign emblazoned with a shovel. A shovel. You know, I'm curious if you have to pick one of these, like if you can only pick one. Right. I don't think that they're going to do that, because if that they did, it would be... Interesting. It would be interesting, but if you can't change it, that would just be kind of messed up. Well, I mean, I'm sure... Well, you got to sure. think, if you think of Wings of the Goddess, and you had to pick, you know, one of the areas right. for Wings of the Goddess, and then you were stuck to that storyline. Could be something like that. Maybe there's six well, storylines. But you were also able to three. change, right? So, I mean, yeah. maybe, well, maybe they'll maybe have... Maybe what it'll people. be is... Um, there's a quest line for each of them or something. Maybe it'll be like how the guilds are now, where you can only accumulate guild points with one guild, but you can level each craft, kind of. Like, are you guys crafters at all? I know Dulia's. Crafting? What's that? Right. Uh, I fish. Is that that thing where you buy stuff <laughs> off the auction house? Is that crafting? Use just like six alchemy or something like that. Right, but so what? So <laughs> I think my highest works. craft is woodworking at 20 just so I can make gold fish bowls during summer. Gold. <laughs> but um, the uh, way it works is that you can only turn in like fish or, you know, sushi to gain guilt to gain guild points um, at one guild and you can accumulate guild points at another guild but you can still level the craft after you sign up so I'm wondering if maybe it will be kind of similar to that so you won't get the I don't know uh, fortress builder's apron or gloves instead of something else or I like building fortresses not good because you gotta head out to the bivouacs and <laughs> anybody up bring, for some bivouacs bring your, your shovel with you Anybody up with some big wax right now? No, we're good. Can't wait so, to uh, shout for that game and spell it or near correctly. <laughs> what was that? That sounds, that sounds like a beaver Pokemon, doesn't it? Like Bivouac. Funnily <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually kind of playing Pokemon right now. So Yeah. At the at, at this oh, moment. There's, there's that beaver one like the, like, see, that's what you're doing. I'm getting my, I'm, yeah, I'm getting my mad, mad respect. I'm getting my. The more each pioneer contributes to the colonization of more services each coalition will offer. So you're playing, you're playing Pokemon. I'm, I'm well, just trying to get like, my character some extra. I'm just trying to listen to the see, I thought that we were recording earlier and that I'd have time to, you know, be with my guests. But it's like, mer. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, my turn? Yes? Or is it Duel's? Duel's still talking. Okay. Yay, Duel-y! Go. The more each pioneer uh, contributes to the colonization of Ulfuka, the more services each coalition will offer, including a dazzling array of dazzling <laughs> unseen equipment. It is dazzling. Unseen I saw some of the equipment, like invisible equipment, like invisible equipment. Wear these invisible pants. It's like that invisible cloak from Harry Potter. Oh, the leaders of the various coalitions are dubbed uh, Maesters, Meisters, and each one oversees a different aspect of the colonization business. Every one of them also heads their own branch of the Twelve Orders. So the talents they display in the respective field area are assuredly unparalleled. These are some pretty special guys, these Maesters, Meisters. 
I could see them doing a, like a, I mean, not, not a huge quest line, but, you know, maybe little chains with, with each of the, uh, the things. Or it could, maybe yeah, there's, like the um, well, another way to look at it too, maybe, is, um, and we'll, we'll get into this in a second with the reuse, I think, um, is think of them like, uh, like assault desks. Yeah. You know? Um, Reeves, um, it says, colonizing a primordial continent such as Alpaca poses challenges that will test even the most experienced adventures. Hey, that's us. Oh my god. <laughs> For this reason, many who brave the wilderness have begun banding together and have developed a new style of battle. Uh, any badge carrying pioneer, okay, badge carrying, you have to quest this, <laughs> um, could join the quest to clear the harrowing wilds of danger. Even those without a party can jump into the fray and assist those already dueling the forces of nature. One for all and all for the content. Did you um, say something about me, Fusion? Yeah. Continent. They, um, yeah, they continent. actually did some of this on the, uh, the live stream. It's it's their dynamic events. Almost. It kind of It's like Fate it, in 14. Well, actually, I was going to say it kind of reminded me of, and this is going to sound extraordinarily racist, but whatever. It just kind of sounded but like... whatever. Yeah, well, it kind of reminded Get me ready, like... Percy, I don't know, it kind of reminded me like of Le like a really <laughs> bad translation of the Leave Quests, because they're Reeves from 14. It is a lot of people like, live streamers say that. Yeah. But basically, the idea is you basically... Um, oh, there's there's a couple different types. Uh, colonization Reeves. <laughs> Pushwhack. <laughs> Bivwax and bushwhacking. There's our title name. That's right how. There. That's how they they evolve into bushwhackers. That's the episode title right there. Bivwax and bushwhacking. Bushwhacking through a verdant jungle or over a treacherous landscape can be a grueling experience in and of itself. So what happens when the landscape fights back? Ooh. This type of reeve. You'll, dun, 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 already, dun. you'll not only need to sounds a like these, uh, eco and M's. Also the terrain. They're, they did a colonization Go. reeve. On the uh, the stream, um, they basically chopped a tree down to get across a river. Oh yeah, yeah. it sounds like eco eco warrior quests or whatever they're <laughs> called. Actually, eco warrior. Though. <laughs> they also showed uh, a lair reeve, um, where they went out and they pretty much just like killed a beehive. <laughs> but the cool thing about this is like these mobs and these these objects that you have to attack, they're already up, um, and so when you run up into that area you get automatically joined it's, it's like campaign but without having to talk to the npc wait for five hours because the battle lag is so bad and stuff so they're yeah. fans no right yeah. and you get you get xp and, and um and guild rewards and you also get um things called i think they're called like balds or bales or something which is basically like your your conquest points or your imperial standing or whatever nice uh and then last but not least here we have wild keeper reeves not much is known about Nakual behavior, but as his offset experience is the best teacher. Pioneers will be asked to search out these ferocious fiends and combat them in their natural habitats, which, through a huge or though a huge disadvantage, makes the thrill of the hunt that much more intense. So it's basically go out and kill this giant shark. Or this giant bee or this giant, giant lava. It looks like the US. This giant lava T Rex or you know, whatever the chips are. That's what it is. It's like like yeah. the, the ogres from, from 14 met up with those uh, the T-Rex from 8 and they had babies the T-Rex are from 8 uh, <laughs> yeah scourge of the garden <laughs> nice don't run into it at level 7 
Oh, so I'm excited for excited for Reeves. I'm curious to see like how you know where they are though. Like if right. if it's gonna be any kind of indicator, like hey, there's a Reeve that's active right over here. Well, I think um back when during Wings of the Goddess they had the campaign map, so maybe it'll be something similar to that. Maybe. And maybe we'll get messages yeah. like like campaign or or Bastion or something like that saying there's a battle going on. So we're. In, you know, like or now. or another option yeah. is it's just something that it's kind of always there and you know if you beat it like it comes back in like 10 minutes or something no no, no no you see fusion that would be logical so obviously that's yeah. not gonna happen i'm, I'm just excited that i would say happen in whenever you want so that's that's talking. what i was saying i was very surprised to see that i would never have imagined that kind of thing in 11 so we got nips on the map we got skirmishes yeah Okay, I got this one. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> what? Sorry. Um, I can do it. Um, right. Skirmishes. Yes. These new clashes of combative prowess take place in a strikingly similar dimension that is yet different from that which is to that which one. Wait, words. Vanadalians. Vanadalians that are accustomed to. One does not simply stroll leisurely into this world. Meme reference? And access will only be granted after collecting segments of certain statues, combining them to form a full simulcrum. That is not all, however. Even uh, as even finding these entrances scattered throughout untamed wilds of eastern Oboka can prove a challenge. Why are these quixotic simulcria, big words, needed? Why, and why exactly was this surrogate reality created? Such questions baffled even the most scientifically advanced personages in Adlin. But, refort, but reports of abound words wow i should have pre-read the pre-read this mm, that's definitely why nobody else read this <laughs> yeah sight reading <laughs> that make of the simulcria change the layout in the world and spoils found within that alone is enough to make many pioneers anxious to venture within this enigmatic realm words wow basically you make a totem pole and that takes you to a new type of moblin maze and it's, it's it's like there's like five different map layouts for all of them I'm, I'm sure you know something like that yeah it's another kind of little instance the dungeony event mm. but um and they talked about this again back at, at manifest where each part of the statue that you have to collect will have a different effect um on the maze like one will dictate um, criteria that has to be met during the the event, um, you know, something like uh, you know, skill chain X amount of mobs or something. Um, one will determine the difficulty. Um, other, I think, was the, the other. Was. But you had but, to do with like what kind of mobs were around or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there was yeah, but each each part of it had had a different. It's, it's kind of like Moblin the runes. Yeah, it's like Moblin maze bonkers, but not Tetris. <laughs> it's, it's a little more easier to just be like, okay, head, body, feet, done. Like it's not like okay. Did they um, um, show the uh, piece it in here? How you actually make the statues yet or no? no? Okay. Negatory. They haven't actually shown us a lot of the content. They've just been showing us like the jobs, really. Jobs yeah. and a couple of reeves. That's all we've seen. Well, I mean, as long as the jobs themselves are, you know, decent and not crap, I could really give, you know, a little bit less about the content, which is kind of counterintuitive, but still. Anyway. Well, I mean, there's definitely the thing that's going to be nice, I think, is that there's going to be a good chunk of content right when Adeline launches, but. Ideally. I think it just sets a nice stage for probably a good chunk of content to come in the next 
probably six to eight months, I would think. Mm-hmm. You know, they're gonna they're gonna be pumping, I'm sure, a ton of content. Well, and, and there will be content. They, um, I don't, is this, is this is it? I don't think it is. Uh, Matsui had actually made a post on the forums um, saying that Ma Gardens, which I'm assuming is Mog Resort, which is that private island thing, those yeah. aren't gonna be available at launch. Yeah. I, you know what? It's like super lame. They gotta I want my FF Farmville though. <laughs> gotta give people something to look forward to. I, like you know what? The other thing is too, is that uh, you know, they're gonna be trying to do something to probably retain these players once. Uh, well, you know what? It it, just, it worries me a little bit because back at Vanifest we're like, hey, check out this new UI. You know, we're hoping to get it done for for, la- for launch of Adeline. We're not getting that till at least the fall now. Like it's Which that means far probably away. until January. <laughs> right. I'm and just now, saying, like, they're holding it. back this, this private island kind of thing that, like, a lot of people were kind of looking for. Like, that was one of the bigger things in the expansion. Now they're like, I, it's, yeah, we have, have to wait for that. Like, they <laughs> Honestly, keep pushing though, back all this it stuff. It could have something to do with, even though this would take a grand total of some people about 18 hours in, in 2013, uh, or probably even 10 hours or less. Uh, it probably could have something to do with, you know, they want to introduce the jobs and get the jobs sort of integrated into people's gameplay and game styles and then yeah. start rolling out other content as people are sort of... Well, and I mean, and they've said too, like, for that. And, and I think they did this with Wings of the Goddess too. They, they rolled out some areas over time. Like, I don't think Northlands were available right away, right? No, uh, they weren't. So you'll, those were like it'll two years in. You'll get quests, you'll get released. areas, you'll get the, the prior Like, stuff. you can't say you mind it being that way. Like, I would rather it be that way that things slowly start to get opened up. Well, there's, versus, I mean, there's different ways, right? Like, versus boom, here it all is, and figure I it all think out. In regards to the private island thing, that needs to be out at launch, just because that, that was a big part of Right. Of you know what they were kind of building. I'm up. just I'm just worried that the private island is gonna turn the way of the pit in the Coliseum, and that oh hey we're gonna totally allow you to do PvP in like a safe and friendly environment. Oh now you've got pancreation, yay! <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I forgot about pancreation. So did for everybody good else. It's a piece of garbage. <laughs> So what am I? What if anybody still? They need to redo pancreation and let you use like your pets, like have them like your little pancreation dudes head, you know, like as a as a typical like MMO pet, just like follow you around and not do anything. Then they they need to enable like Pokemon out on the field. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I go. You know, there is that that fight as a monster thing, which you know, hey, surprise delayed. So that. Well, there you go. What are they working on? Whenever there's an update or whenever we get some sort of expansion or anything, one of my favorite things to look at is the armory. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's what we have next, the armory, where we've got uh, a few fair pictures of some um, interesting looking gear. It's funny because like there's some stuff you're like, all right, that, that looks cool. And then, you you know, you see something else like, what is that? Like, yes. Ugh. It's like you look at the weapons you're like, those are pretty neat. And then you see the armor and you're like, uh, uh-huh. Why would anybody? So what would you atta- what would you attest some of the uh, the armory to be tied most closely to? Like in terms of like a lore, like Sage Sunday's uh, acid trips, like Adurgan. Uh, I'm pretty example, sure those aren't in the game as lore. Adurgan oh, was kind of like a Middle Eastern styled armory. Like if you look at a lot of their Sorry, these are their more. Stars, what do you think they sort of tie in like? like a earthy kind of like a lot of the stuff has like kind of like animal patterns and stuff on it, or it was it like hippies it's like hippie gear well it's like um it's like it's a like gear right out of the 60s 
Oh, it's like it kind of uh, reminded me a little bit more of um, like uh, Renaissance style gear, like the Chocobo Knight one at least. It's all frilly and poofy, kind of like the Swedish guards. And well, stuff. that's the armor, but I mean the weapons. Like there's this one that's got like a tiger pattern on it. Um, there's this this crossbow here. It almost I looks, love the crossbow. That looks pretty cool. It almost looks like it's made of like a bone or or something. Um, it's just uh, it's very like primitive, I guess would be the word. Yeah, and to go along with some of these pictures, um, Adeline is rife with exotic armor and weaponry. And while some of it's yet to be seen by adventurers, the Peacekeepers Coalition does offer a fair selection of pieces to those who have proven their mettle and established themselves as ardent guardians of the city. Word around town is, <laughs> word around the office is, that there will also be rewards consumerate with the struggle of tracking down the Nakuls. And then showing them who truly ru rules Ilbuka. <laughs> that was I know you've lived here since you're 12, Mr. Landshark, but I kind of live here now. So please. Manifest Destiny, back off my land. Yeah, right. <laughs> we need to. <laughs> Bursty, if we do, if we do like knock all runs before we run into Killer, we need to all shout like Manifest, Manifest Destiny. Manifest <laughs> Destiny! <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I I think when I look at the, the armor, I think kind of like what you said, Joe, like it does kind of have that renaissance sort of feel to it, like Swedish Guard sort of, um, what's it called, uh, the Vatican style right. sort of armory, you know, like it's kind of got that old sort of 14, 1300s feel to it, which, you know, which could be an attestment to the fact that, you know, it's dealing with stuff like colonies and stuff like that, you know, kind of. You gotta figure there's always a link to history somehow in what they do. Right. It'll be interesting to see because um, the architecture alone—it's just—it's it, it, it's different than anything else that we've sort of seen in Eleven, aside from like you know. And I, and I want to talk it about looks, this too on the it stream. Looks to be huge on the stream. It's they were giant. walking around Adeline, right? And like there was this one part where they're just like going like down or like this ramp and it felt like they were on it forever like it was just yeah. huge and my other problem is i swear to god there were you like waypoints 10 feet apart from each other they yeah. were all over the dam like they were what there my were big too many my big problem that i noticed in the stream i don't know if you guys saw but there was but there was the um auction house that was right next to the mog house so, hey, let's just put every single AFK player in the entire game in one place. Well, because that just seems in, like a brilliant, beyond brilliant to idea. that idea, though, they're also expanding Yell. So all the big major cities will be on the same channel for, for Yell. Yeah. Which will be nice. But, I mean, like, for the waypoints, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love when they more recently added waypoints and stuff. Like, it's, you know, it's nice to be able to get around a little easier. But this is just, this is overkill. Like, you know, they're like, here's a waypoint. Here's another waypoint. Yeah, but if you think of it this way, I mean, you haven't had a chance to walk through the city yourself yet. If it is as big as it looks. But here's the problem. Be, I was watching them walk through the city as they were doing it. And, you yeah. know, it took them 10 seconds to walk from one waypoint to another. Yeah, like, yeah but cool. think of it this way. If it's a big, gigantic city and there isn't any zoning between little parts of it, like there is with the current cities we have. There's two zones for Adeline. There's east and west. So it's like at Ergen in a way, but if yeah. there, if it's a big, big, large, spread out city, like bigger than say Whitegate, for example, because Whitegate's pretty spread out. If it's bigger than that, which it probably is, 
oh, you're going to be that. probably pretty thankful when you go, oh, do I really have to walk from one end of this zone to the other? Nope, I can just go from this waypoint to that waypoint. Well, it's, it's not a question of that. I'm just saying, like, imagine that you are in, you're in Ottergon, right? And you're at, like, the assault NPCs, you're getting your tags. You would take, like, if, if that were Adeline, you could probably take a waypoint from there to the damn portal. Like, that's how close together they are. Like, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I don't see it as a bad thing. I, no, I think if the city's, I just think if the city's as big as it, you know, has sort of been perceived to be so far, it probably will end up being something you actually enjoy. That you can, you know, jump onto a waypoint every 10 feet if that's an over exaggeration i don't know well i know it's one of those things like until we get in you know we really have no idea so yeah t-minus like 85 it seemed, it seemed like there was quite a bit though <laughs> yeah that's right. that yes. yeah. some uh geomancer lore up on the site um they actually had similar posts for when uh, dancer and scholar came out with things the goddess so some really cool artwork in there yeah. a little bit maybe long shoes. I say we skip over it yeah, there is a lot that is a book so. and a half you, it's a really good if video, you want to become so. an expert on the Geomancer before it even comes out I kind of ha- I had like a little there. I had a little laugh internally because as I was scrolling down to go through the uh, the outline for this week's show I, I actually got to that long little blob at the end and I was like what is this like a poem by Lady Lindsay <laughs> and then i realized no it wasn't it wasn't unfortunately of course (laughs) yeah Yeah. um let's see so pax panel pax panel nothing worth that nothing worth no well no pax is still happening throughout this weekend right well i shouldn't say well this is this is just specific to the final fantasy panel that they had uh yesterday on friday um they showed the English uh, Secrets of Adeline launch trailer. Um, Japan has had this for like a week, week and a half. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of annoying that they held back the English one for so long just to premiere it at PAX. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially coming, you know, they've been doing really well with this kind of stuff lately, you know, with, with 14 and 11, where, you know, um, they've been streaming, um, doing live stream stuff um, for the Japanese community for 11. We had a live stream, which is really cool to see. Um, and then there's like, okay, so they're going to get a trailer. Yeah. And then you guys have to wait like a week and a half because we're saving it for packs. And by that time, everybody will have seen it already. And it's, it's annoying. Yeah, <laughs> I don't you know. know what, it's, 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 as much like, as, as much as you got to figure it this way, right? Like, the, like, although they are one big company, they probably run on two separate Oh, even team. even the NA branch, that they don't talk to each other. There was a post um, in the forums talking exactly. about. Exactly. There was a yeah. question about the um, the music box adventures and yeah. how like Europe couldn't get it or something like that. And this SC support guy comes in. And he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, what what is this promotion? Like, I didn't even know about it. Like, the SC rep didn't know about the music box adventures promotion. But I, and you act so, <laughs> and you act so offended and you act so surprised by that. But I mean, like, that's standard company. To you not know, know really, like what's going on with your product. I mean, put it put it this way: Target's opening in Canada, and you know, say somebody works for Target in the United States, would I expect that person to know exactly what's going to be in the Target stores in Canada? No. Well, no, it's kind of like also me saying, "Hey, Burst, I know this guy from Canada. Do you know him?" Let's let's put it this way: <laughs> if if exactly. you work in the electronics department, you should know 
what movies come out on Tuesdays, right? Like, you should know about that kind of stuff. If you have a big expansion coming out, you should know about any pre-order bonuses if you're working support on their official yeah, support but, but you would know what's coming out, like, at your particular, you know, like, you would know what you're launching, you would know what you're promoting, but, you know, I, I don't know it. I don't really think it should be your even would be part of their job description to be like okay i need to know exactly what the other half of our company is doing halfway around the world for people that don't speak a language that's the same as us this is all na na rep na pre-order this is all na stuff yeah i like i said i, I don't think that i think it's they silly would, and it doesn't look good it doesn't look good but it's it's most companies are structured that way i don't know I don't hold it against the guy. He wasn't paying it. And like, you know, he wasn't paying attention. The thing, <laughs> no, the thing is, is that, you know, people like us, you know, we're quick to jump, throw the gun, throw those people under the bus. But the truth of the matter is that we're more on top of things than they are half the time. Which isn't how it should be, which is my point. Why are we throwing guns under the bus? Why not? Are there, are there zombies attacking you know, people you under know the what, bus? You, you know what people throw under the bus a lot of times nowadays? Because they're really mean high school kids? iPhones and Androids. That's kind of a dick thing to do. Yeah, you yeah. should do Especially to the Androids. Exactly. But a cool thing that is happening makes me sad. The there was that movie where Robin Williams was an Android. And I don't <laughs> want people throwing Robin Williams under a bus. He's Why a not? Guy. Yeah, he was the voice of the genie in the first Aladdin. <laughs> oh, I think Disney, uh, but not the second. But not the second. Right. But uh, no. So um, in April, Square Enix will be releasing an iPhone and an Android security token app. Yes. Here's my Which question. I think it's good. Here's my question. As cool as that is, Zach. and as as much as it's like, okay, yeah, it's great because. Um, you know, World of Warcraft's been doing that before, just for one game, for example. But um, what's going to happen with our like actual hard tokens that we have in our hands? Like, you can continue using them, or you can deactivate them and activate the uh, mobile app instead. Or you can use yeah. both and like, yeah. be doubly secure. You can't use both. Yeah, yeah. Has to do one or the other. One. I don't. Know. You know what? It, it seems like something that would. I don't know that people were asking for it specifically, but. I'll probably, oh sure they were. I'll probably, oh yeah, no I would. No, this would be great. People have been asking you know, for this for a long time. No, because I don't take my token out of my house, and if I can just keep it on an app on my phone, that'd be freaking awesome. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, because yeah. that's um, one thing I just always annoyed with was you know when you try and log into the forums from you um, know anywhere yeah. out of your house, and you're like, oh wait, I don't have my token. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Right. Oh well. Um, just one more bit. Do you want to take this huge? Yeah, I'll take this one. So fusion is a good guy. Fusion, are you so depressed right now? I am. Yes. I know. I think everybody is. Yeah. Which is well, I, will... I already expressed why I'm I'm sad about this. I think everybody feels the same way you do, Bursty. Yeah, I don't blame. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay, Bursty. Yeah. You sure? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure by now everybody knows uh, Bethany is leaving SE, uh, also known as Rukiri on the forums. She's the community rep with the coral icon. Uh, she's moving up north, and so she will not be. She's coming to Canada. No, she's not. She's going. No, she's, she's going to the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, so. <laughs> so yeah, no more. So that's kind of that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. yeah. 
We're all just kind of like, man, this sucks. Well, best wishes, safe travels, all that jazz. Yeah. 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 It's sad, you know? Yeah. It is. I remember the first... I remember the first time I saw her picture, like among pictures of the community dev team, and I was like, "Okay, hey, whoa, hang on a second. She's she's one of the devs. <laughs> she's not. She's <laughs> no, no. She's a, she's she's a community representative. I, I know. Which I is know. even better because it's like you're you're right. You're right, Bristy. She's not. Because I mean, if she like if she's representing any portion of the population of the community that is in any way, shape, or form, you know, similar to that, that's kind of awesome. I was right. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. She plays eleven and 14 and is nice and really really friendly that like what what is this she also gives swag hugs and packs swag hugs hugs. does she have like a lineup of people just waiting to hug her and like when they do hug her it was actually that actually originated from um e3 last last year i think there was um a video i think people have like gigantic grin on their face when they might have been um i think it might have been like destructoid or something it was basically this guy he's like seen e3 in like 60 seconds or something and so he's just like running around all the booths he's like he like runs up to a controller and like hits the buttons on it for a few seconds and runs away and there was a scene at the <laughs> sd booth where he's where he's talking to bethany and he's like he's like is that swag no is that swag no is that swag no he's like do you have any swag no i give you a swag hug <laughs> oh i would and so then that kind of started this joke we're like oh man i didn't know you were giving out swag hugs I would enjoy a swag. Yeah, but she's cool. I mean, she's she's been um, she's worked at PAX and E3 and stuff, so I've seen her uh, a couple times this year. So, but uh, hooray! Did you get a swag hug? I, then you're not even one. did at the media tour. You best stop talking. You didn't get a swag hug. I did. You bet. You best stop talking. Only only one hug. That's you, it. You bet. You best stop talking. I didn't realize we were back in you know the 1920s in the Midwest of you know the United States. So, <laughs> what is? Thank you for that. Like I said, though, if if you were, you know, anybody who's playing what? 11 or F14 and you went to the booth and, and you got to get a swag hug, you'd probably have a grin on your face. Sure. You know, and that, that brings up another point, too, which is really weird, um, because she, she had, like, tweeted her Facebook this, like, um, a week or two ago, and somebody had, you know, seen it and posted a thread about it, and immediately people are like oh you're following her on like twitter and facebook like oh you're such like a creepy internet stalker i'm like (laughs) like no like these people are on public social media sites they prep they're like you know the na face of these games if they didn't want you guys to see something they would have their accounts private or they wouldn't put it out there exactly i mean it's their job (laughs) to communicate with the fans of the game that they work for so exactly yeah, it makes no sense why people are getting so butthurt. People over just it. needed a big dose of, of shut up, really. Exactly. I oh, mean, it's like, like I, that I, one time when when I was thinking on it's probably an older PFA episode. Fusion, you were talking about something that uh, Bayonne said, but you referred to him like at his at his real name on his real handle on Twitter, and I remember being like, "Who's that?" Well, and yeah, like, I mean, and you're like, and it's not even because serious? it's not even because of Twitter. Like, you know, I've, I've met all those guys in person before, so like, I know who they are, right? So right. Yeah. Like, well, I just remember you were like so surprised. I didn't know what his real name was. I'm just like, well, well it is, I know, it is I know him in his sig on the forums. Like, so. Yeah, so. I know him <laughs> as Bayonne. I don't know him as Matt. For <laughs> Bayonne. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, well, excellent. Um, that about covers it, right? Nice. Yeah. All right. 
Um, we are gonna attempt first year. Are you gonna be around Wednesday night? What do you mean Wednesday night? Lawn? Uh, I'm gonna be busy playing Seekers of Adelin, man. <laughs> <laughs> Whoosh. Whoosh. Trolling. Yeah. Yes, I'll be early. All right. Come we'll, on, uh, man. We might do some streaming stuff if we do. We'll uh, post up on the Twitters and yeah. let you guys know. So keep an eye out for that. Stay tuned to that. Stay tuned to the Twitch feed because we'll be doing that. Twitching. You guys all in all excited? Yeah. Twitching, tweeting. You know, I'm, I'm excited. I'm not like jumping out of my chair like I was for, for like when like Adoriana came out or anything. I'm like, you know, it'll be cool to see new areas and stuff. And I'm I like, think, OMG. I think I'm calling this right now. Hear me now. Believe me later. I think you're going to be pleasantly impressed. Yeah, we'll I think I think that's a very good. Term. I think fusion, I fusion for the first time <laughs> in, in as many months as I can count on hands and and feet. You will you will actually have a smile. Of course, fusion my, my other problem. Smile. If he smiled, he would implode. My other problem though is maybe maybe in the back of my head, I'm not allowing myself to get too invested in it because then it's coming up. So maybe I'll play it. It could be the greatest thing ever. I'm like. I can't love you. <laughs> I can't love you. You're gonna be all like, you son of, you had to do this to me, right? Right at the cusp of being able to switch, you had to pull this out on me. Would you like walking around there like this NPC? Hey, you want to take a boat ride? <laughs> I got a ferry to Tanzania. Kinda. I'll be like, you son of a. <laughs> I keep trying to get up. They keep pulling me in. Like, here's my guild. Okay, take me. You got me. Well, Go. that, that would definitely get you, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If they said Tavnazi, all they'd have to do is say that word, and then all of a sudden it's huge. It, it could be a real-time boat ride. It would take, like, a week and a half to get there, but I'd do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That is all she wrote. It's all she wrote. Um, I would ask us to present what we've been doing in-game. However, you uh, know better. I know better to ask it. That would, that would take forever. Been... We don't okay. care. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what everybody wants to hear, I'm sure. Well, I've been working on my Molnir and fishing a lot. Okay, cooking. cool. Yeah. Because I'm Thor, a tiny little tyrant. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Genie, genie quote from Aladdin. You ready? Okay. You're Go Thor? Yeah, well, it hurt. Ah, I see what you did there. He made it sound like the Zing. person that was saying that there was sword had a lisp. Oh. Oh. You, you take wah, full credit wah, for that. Wah. You could have just kept that, you know, in your little sort of joke bank. Nope. Could have had that yet. Yeah. I had to share it. I had to share it with the world. <laughs> they need to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only real notable thing I have to say is, is that I finished my Usukane set. Groovy. Yeah, cool. welcome back. Plus to one or, the right? plus one or the reggae? <laughs> just uh, just the yeah. reggae. I've had like a million and one the reggae. There's a reggae. reggae set. Oh my god! Yes. I've been standing in poor Juno selling the Alexander. reggae Usukane. Come with the dreads on it. I've been, <laughs> been standing in poor Juno selling Alexandra. Yeah, I've got my Usukane. But I've noticed that like a million and one people are checking me and not <laughs> even looking the at the. Yeah, they don't even want to look at the bazaar. They just want to see the Usukani and see if it's plus one. It's well, not. It's not. <laughs> it's just. You don't know nothing about that Usukane body piece. 
<laughs> call me now for your free air reading. Call me now for your free tarot reading. <laughs> I wonder if... Call me now for your free bumper clot I reading. I wonder how many people called that number expecting to get a free tarot read. I gotta put that Robin Williams live DVD in. He talks about that. People are good. people are suing Miss Frio, Mrs. Cleo for for fraud. I go, duh. She's not a real psychic. If you want a real psychic, you gotta get one of those Louisiana psychics. You gonna die? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all, all right. right. So all right, that's a wrap. Wrap it up. Yeah. All yeah. right. Call the uh, you know, do the website thingies. <laughs> uh, coffee talk. <laughs> yeah. Thanks very much for tuning in this week. And uh, we'll Emails see you next time. Address. Oh, yeah. What's our, what is our email our address? Email our email is, is petfoodalpha at gamerscape.com. Tweet at us at petfoodalpha. Website is gamerscape.com. Wiki is up at ffxi.gamerscape.com. Oh, wiki announcement. Oh, we're working on stuff. And it's... There's new That's templates. We've, uh, we actually made an announcement on the, uh, the site a little bit ago. Um, we've revised item templates. Um, some of the stuff for items is not currently visible, um, such as the how to obtain information and I think recipe information. The stuff is uh, in the code for the page. Um, we're just, you know working on it. There's a lot of pages that need to be tweaked. Um, some of the categories are already done. If you'd like to help, uh, go and check out our wiki section on the uh, uh, FFXI part of our forums and uh, get involved with that. Um, we're hoping to get a couple other things up in time for SOA, but uh, no promises right now. And the next time you hear from us, we're going to be jack full of information. Yep. 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 Yes. It'll be fun. Yeah. Maybe Wednesday. Maybe. Maybe. Probably not, though. All right, gentlemen. Everybody yeah. say goodnight. Good night. Goodbye. 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 Goodb